Hey everyone, so I got a good friend of mine, Noah Hetzel, joining us today. Um, I've probably known him about seven or eight years now. We started, we initially met in high school, then we started working as cadets in the local volunteer fire department. So, Noah, do you want to kind of tell us kind of how you first met me and kind of your impression of me when we first met? I've uh, met you through high school. I got you on Cadet for Love and Rule about maybe three or four years ago. Um, you were kind of you were you were you were kind of there. You know, you were kind of professional, but you know, sometimes I had to keep you straight. Um, of course. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much you're a good kid. You just had to have some people who got you through the way. Yeah, and I know we kind of have butted heads in the past, especially with other friends just being each getting told something different and kind of being at each other's throats at times over that. But for the most part, I think we've kind of worked the differences out. And... Yeah. Most definitely. Um, yeah. I'm, um, I mean, you, you, you got, you got to get head on your shoulders now. I mean, I know through your whole lifetime, foster care and everything, and you just, uh, you just had to have the right friends with you and get you through the right places, the right times, and then you know, sooner or later, you know, you're right, right, you're right now, and you're here. You know, you're married. Everything else with Mark, I'm pretty much proud of you. Yeah, and it took a lot of um, ups and downs and hitting rock bottom a few times. And I know I didn't have a very good couple relationships at times, but you and um, Krista kind of helped me through that and got me yeah. back on my feet whenever I needed it. And I know I've always been there for yeah. you guys. Me, me, yeah, me and her will always be there for you, bud. I mean, you just got to you just gotta keep your head high. I know, and it's, it's hard at times, especially right now, with not working and just relocating to a completely different yeah. state at a completely opposite end of the country. So I got to kind of learn to... Um, I gotta kind of learn to work situations out on my own. I don't have you and Krista and other friends of mine there that I can just meet up with. Yeah, but a few you, minutes yeah. or an hour. Yeah, our phone numbers go up. So, so how's everything? Yeah, which how's everything going? Um. It's been going good, just like I said a couple minutes ago. It's been going stir crazy here at the house, trying to find work. I got a really good job offer yesterday. Um, me and Mark are talking about whether or not I should take it or not. It require me. It's a civilian contractor position for armed security. 
Um, they do. They help me with all my training. It's a year long. The contracts are a year at a time. Um, after the first three months, after all my training, then I would go overseas for three months and come home for a month and just do that. And then if I like it, I can resign. Yeah, well, that sounds like a really good job. I mean, part way. I mean, just like I said, I mean, it's a really good job. I think you should take it really. I mean, it, it'll give you a good experience on, you know, some things. Yeah. Um, it starts out at 80000 a year, and after then um, – sorry, it starts out at 80000 a year, then – Chances for bonuses every couple months. Um, there's a sign-on bonus. I haven't really talked to the guy a whole lot yet to kind of get the whole gist of the job. Um, but I don't know. Me and Mark talked about it a little bit, and we don't know if I should take it right now because of medical problems going on. And for you guys, for people who are just joining the podcast, um, I've had some seizure-like activity problems since I was in the military. Um, ended up getting a medical discharge from the military because of it. So it's been a rocky road, especially the last few months. Um, control. And no, you've actually been a big help through that too, because whenever we're being told one thing by doctors, I can yeah. kind of send you like, you should, what my watch your is. Your EKGs and everything like that. It, it seems um, like you're having um, an AFib attack, which would be uh, pretty much your heart would uh, act like a defibrillator and uh, your heart, sometimes your heart would not do that if your heart's racing fast enough. And sometimes, you know, they have wow. to give you a medication. Yep, to slow it down. And I think with this this last attack, I don't know if I told you about it or not, but um, me and Mark do do Amway. We've talked, I know we've talked to you about it in the past, and um, I'd be interested in talking to anyone who would be interested in looking into Amway and its products. But um, anyways, getting back to the attack... Unfortunately, um, a couple seconds ago, we lost a good friend of mine, Noah Hetzel. Um, our signal wasn't the best, so we got disconnected. But um, I'll go ahead and finish up the podcast so you guys can kind of figure out and know what happened. And I'll try and bring him on at a later date when we both have better signal. But um, going back to the attack, so... Um, we were at the Amway meeting, I came, I had to use the restroom, went in, used the restroom, came back out. Um, my husband Mark asked me, he's like, hey, are you feeling okay? Apparently, I don't really remember what happened, but apparently I was a little shaky, my face was really pale, and I just, I wasn't acting right. And so, um, 
I told him, yeah, I'm feeling fine. Because honestly, I did feel fine. I didn't know anything was happening, which is normal coming up to most of these seizure-like activity episodes. I feel fine. I don't realize that it's coming on. Sometimes, once in a while, I'll have a heads-up warning like, hey, I start getting a little shaky. I register what's going on in my head. Um, So then I have time to take the appropriate measures. Well, that night, I didn't have a warning. I just said, yeah, I'm feeling okay. And boom, that was it. I was done. I was out. I was on the floor having a seizure. Like activity, they're not technically called seizures. They're called pseudo-seizures, which are triggered from PTSD attacks. Um, But they ended up, Mark ended up calling 911 because I had the first seizure, came out of it after about... 10 to 12 minutes of actually seizing and these seizures won't actually physically harm me because it's not when they hook me up to the machines to test for the seizures there's no irregular brainwave pattern so they won't really help me I just got to wait them out well after the first seizure kind of laid there for a couple minutes then went back into another seizure well so Mark went ahead and my husband went ahead and made the call to call 911 so paramedics and fire department get there and they're checking me out well as they start taking my vitals my body temperature at that time had went had skyrocketed from normal which is about 98.7 for me it skyrocketed up to 104.8 which is really high 105 105 degree temperature after a little bit your body starts shutting down because it can't handle that temperature Well, that core temperature, I guess I should say. So, that right there was a flag. Then my blood pressure was really high. I think they said about 158 over 90 or 95. Uh, Blood sugar was close to 160. And um, my heart rate was around 205. So, I was talking like, they were afraid they were going to lose me because I'd already been in the seizure for about 10 minutes and my body temperature kept was continuing to go up. My heart rate was continuing to go up. So they got me into the ambulance, started getting my vitals to level off, started an IV, and they told Mark that um, they were probably going to call in Lifeline to fly me to the hospital. Well, then they said by that time the seizure had pretty much stopped. I was out of it, not really responding. And the hospital was about eight, eight and a half miles away. So they said, okay, we're just going to go ahead and drive them there. Well, they were hauling ass, just flying down the interstate running code, which is code when I say that is lights and sirens just trying to get me to the hospital as quick as possible well by the time they got to the hospital my vitals pretty much had leveled out and started going back to normal my blood or my blood sugar was still high and my body temperature was had come down but it was still fairly high not as concerning as before um but it was still high, and 
Thankfully, my heart did not sound like a weed eater anymore. It actually sounded normal. It was still a little high, but nothing to be too concerned about. Well, they decided to go ahead and do some blood work just to check and make sure my blood work came back okay. And the weird thing was, that still has the doctors confused, is my white blood cell count was low. Which is, you'd think these attacks, my body temperature being up that high, would make my white blood cell count go up. Well, the way the nurse explained it is, when your body temperature goes up, it causes your white blood cell count to go down because of the temperature your body's trying to fight what it thinks is an infection. But got out of the hospital, got home, slept for the rest of the night, and pretty much the rest of the next day, <laughs> honestly. But, um, yeah, ever since that episode, I really haven't had any issues. Just... Growing up, I never had these episodes. I never um, had seizures. Like, they didn't start till I went into the military. So, it was, it's definitely something new to us. Um, I got medically discharged in end of May. So, I've been fighting with these since April, I'd say. Beginning of April of this year so yeah definitely something new but we're getting headway on it but um it's getting close to time for the end of the episode so i will go ahead and um get off here thank you guys for tuning in and listening and um be listening for the next episode i will try and up upload another episode um tomorrow or thursday for you guys all right hope you guys have a good rest of your day bye